What is going on, LBHT crew? B Hendo, what is going on, man? I'm glad you're here, Hendo. You can already hear it in my voice. My voice is hoarse. All right, mm-hmm. it is hoarse. I I, I need I, we we need we, we need the extra voice in here today because uh, boy struggling, boy struggling. What's going on with you guys? Not much. How you doing? I'm doing, man. I'm doing. Yeah, please but, elaborate. <laughs> tell me more listen 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 look to the chat look look for real this time i know we always tell you hey this ain't gonna be a two-hour show and and ends up being an hour and 59 minutes okay so technically it's not two hours but tonight it's not gonna be a two-hour show we're gonna try to do about an hour overtime show we're gonna try to make it about a half an hour try to cut it short why we are getting things done for this um, for this meet and greet, which is part of the reason why my voice is hoarse right now. All right, I had to scream at some people, but as soon as the show's done, we're gonna be running around. You see this right here? The roundup, the Ravens roundup. We will all be here in Columbia, Maryland, on Friday at Bus Boys and Poets. Make sure you get your tickets. All right, you can get them at the last minute, um, not the very last minute, because then we can't sell those anymore. But um, Get your tickets. Come hang out with us. All right. It's going to be a lot of fun. We are doing some last minute stuff. You guys are going to enjoy it. All right. Uh, shout out to the chat. Mr. J's in the house has made it to another Wednesday. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. All right. Raven Ron's in the house says, what up, LBHT? Preseason is here tomorrow. And go first place O's. Oh, okay. If you say so. Uh, <laughs> go O's. I'm I, I'm happy for the O's. Uh, Joshua Hughes says, "Yo, what's up, Joshua? Thanks for coming through." What's up, Josh? What's up, man? Just Aloe in the house. What's going on, Just Aloe? Shout out to you, Bazel. Hey, hey, lo- lovely video. Our guy Bazel just got married. He put out a, some. He put out some uh, a video with his wedding photos. Uh, very nice. And congratulations to you, man. Salute, salute. Willie Seabon in the house says, what's happening, fellas? What's up with you, Willie? Mm-hmm. All nice right. You yes, yes. So we are streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. So make sure you're following us all those places. Also, if you're listening to the audio portion of this, this is uh, Thursday. So we hope you're enjoying your lunch. Make sure you leave a five-star review. Okay. What's going on, Chef 87? The Ooh, Chef 87 right. says, good evening, everyone. Jose, Brodney, and Hendo. What's up? Salute, salute, salute to you. Salute, salute. So, yes, we're going to be pushing um, tickets at the last minute because uh, time is running out. So, if, you, uh, if you've been away from the show for a while, um, we are doing a meet and greet. Make sure you get your tickets. Um, take the uh, link is in the description. Uh, the Stream Elements bot will be posting it in the chat periodically. So, and you can just Type in exclamation point tickets and a ticket link will pop up. Right. So train camp is going on. We got some NFL here. All right. We are going to be making NFL predictions. All right. We're going to be making our predictions. Who's going to be MVP? Who's going to be the Super Bowl champs? All that good stuff. We're going to be making those predictions tonight. Okay. We got a little NBA story to, to give you too about a legend. Dr. J, who, you know, everybody got a list. Everybody got a list of their, their favorite players. Dr. J gives his list. All right. So we're going to be discussing that. We're going to be discussing Jonathan Taylor. 
and the drama with him and the Colts. All right, so we got a lot to get to and a short amount of time to get to it. But first, we like to start every show with a black history fact, and B has a black history fact for you. Uh, yeah, this is going to be kind of a uh, PSA, a public service announcement. Uh, stop going to Lake Lanier uh, down in Georgia. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I don't know why I had those laughing. Another, another couple of people died at Lake oh, Lanier no. recently. Uh, yeah, so you're not smiling. Oh, me. my goodness. Um, that brings the total to over 200 since 1994, uh, and I believe over 700 in the lake's lifetime. Stop it. It's not for you. It's for killing. Uh, but also, the other reason you maybe don't want to go and just hang out <laughs> at Lake Lanier like it's party time uh, is because Lake Lanier has buried in a... Uh, an old black town, Oscarville. Uh, in 1912, it was a prosperous black town with about 1,100 people living there. You know, some landowners, farmers, blacksmiths, you know, a lot of tradespeople there. Um, and then the body of a young woman named May Crow was found, a white young woman, uh, was found in the woods near Oscarville. And of course, they went to the black town looking for who raped the white woman. And, um, you know, they arrested a few people. They actually went and uh, put a couple people on trial. You know, they confessed. uh, And they had the militia guarding the, uh, I'm going to say not victim, I guess, necessarily. But the the people on trial, they locked them in the courthouse and and had militia guarding them so that the mob could not get to them uh, after they were convicted. You know, obviously they were executed publicly. They were hung. Uh, one of them was actually beaten to death and hung prior to the conviction. Uh, and then the uh, white citizens around the, the area kind of mounted up. They were called night Riders, and they went into Oscarville and were terrorizing <laughs> the black citizens there and trying to get rid of them, telling them, hey, if you don't leave you know, overnight, you're, we're, we're going to kill you. And they were destroyed, you know, Destroying buildings, burning things down, and everything like that, and eventually drove all those black people out of Oscarville. Uh, and then, much later, you know, a few decades after that, that's when the government came in and kind of, you know, bulldozed everything, and and uh, they built a dam and created Lake Lanier and buried uh, what was Oscarville in Georgia. Uh, so, a couple of reasons to stay away from from uh, Lake Lanier. One being that they Drown literally drown a uh a historic black town, and then obviously Lake Lanier is going to drown you because Lake Lanier does not like you. And that, and that's one of many towns that are like that. Mm-hmm. There, there, are, there are a lot of uh, many black towns that are like that that are now <coughs> underwater because you know these these you know uh communities decided we don't want them here anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, too pro- too prosperous. First, first we set them over there so we don't have to see them. But that's not good enough. They're doing well, so let's just get rid of them, yeah. or just take over, or just burn the town down and just take their stuff, take the land back for ourselves, All right? So, um, unfortunate, but yeah, uh, don't go to the lake because, and most of these deaths, if I'm not mistaken, like, like they can't explain why the people are drowning there, right? Right. They, yeah, a, a lot of the, you know they're, they're kind of. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say mysterious circumstances, but they're they're a little puzzled, a little bit, right? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. This one 
this past week, they had one of the people may have been electrocuted. Uh, so they're trying to figure. How out you get electrocuted how. in the lake? Well, so the the talk was that he they were swimming to, uh, and I forget. You know, they're on the dock, and there was a you know like a uh, like a breaker there, uh, and they were going to. I forget what it is for actually. Uh, but it's something to do with with parking the boats there. They were trying to, I guess, turn it on or turn it off, and they got electrocuted. Possibly, uh, they don't know for sure yet. Sure, sure, sure. But yeah, that's what happened. Don't go in the lake. So don't to go G. where people keep dying. So to Marco G for the three thirty three said, "What's good, fellas? I want Jim Ursay versus JT in a steel cage match with Stone Cold <laughs> as a special guest referee <laughs> and Jr. on the commentary." Hey. We're going to be talking about that in a little bit. Um, I mean, we can start with that if you want. Sure, I mean, it's up to you. All right. Well, um, first, let me get a couple more shout-outs. Christian's in the house. What's going on? Good morning Ooh. from the Philippines. Salute to you. Indeed. Christian, uh, he makes it to a lot of our Ring Kings uh, uh, streams that go on at, at you know, 1, 2 a.m. So thanks for coming through. Appreciate that. Our guy, OTR Mike, is in the house. What's going on, Mikey? Mike. Yolanda B. What's going on, Yolanda? Cool. Thanks for coming up, through. Raven Ron's in the house. What's going on? Living big with Big Reg is in the house. What's good, everybody? I see y'all soon. Get your tickets. Yes. Thanks. yes. What's up, Megan? Says, hey, lunch break hot take. Says, <laughs> just popping in to say hi before another Hawks Nest. Drink. What's up, yes. jerseys? Yes, yes. <laughs> she got on, all Megan? the jerseys. And salute Aww. to the Hawks Nest. Um, you know, uh, they've given us a shout out. A couple of times. Um, uh, I forget the, this guy's name. Brandon. Brandon is the host of Hawks Nest. Uh, real nice community over there. So, you know, when you got a chance to want, and you want to go look at some other teams, check out the Hawks, Hawks Nest and uh, give them a shout out. Uh, who else we got in here? Jeremy's in the house. What's going on, Jeremy? Brandon Wyatt's in the house. Says, What's good, y'all? Salute, salute. All right. Listen, in the latest episode of Do Running Backs Still Matter? No. Um, <laughs> we have Jonathan Taylor, um, who is beefing hard with the Indianapolis Colts and the owner Jim Ursay. All right, B, do you want you want to kind of summarize what's going on between those two? Uh, well, you know, Jonathan Taylor's been really good. Uh, the first couple of years of his career, he got hurt last year, uh, but he had 1,100 yards. I believe was his rookie year. Kicked that up to 1,800 yards rushing in his second year. Uh, and then, like I said, he got hurt. He only played a few games last year. But he's looking a little bit to the future and a lot to the present and saying, hey, y'all should maybe pay me because I see that you all don't like to pay people who do what I do. And, uh, you know, they didn't take very kindly to that. They said, no, thank you. Uh, and then he said, okay, well, hey, maybe you should trade me. And they didn't take kindly to that at all either. And they said, no, why would we trade you? Uh, and, you know, Jim Mercer made some public comments, and he said that, hey, you know, if I die today and, and if Jonathan Taylor retires today, the league rolls on, neither of us matter. And I don't think Jonathan Taylor took very kindly to that either. Uh, so it seems like a whole lot of uh, not very cordial behavior happening over there in Indianapolis. Unfortunately for Jonathan Taylor, he has to play. Uh, you know, he if he doesn't play this year, if he sits out, he's not going to accrue another season towards free agency. He'll be a restricted free agent, and you're definitely not getting paid then. So, again, much like J.K., 
doesn't have much leverage to kind of force uh, the outcome that he wants. Now, add a wrinkle to that is that um, it's been reported that the Colts are exploring um, putting him on a non-football injury list because because of a hurt back. Um, Basically trying to punish him for speaking now and, you know, making this whole thing kind of messy, right? Because they're trying to say, hey, you got hurt, you know, off the field and we don't have to, you know, we're going to put you on this list and and you're not going to play this year. And that, you know, we, we have you for another year just to try and mess with them. Uh, Jonathan Taylor already came out and said, I never reported any back injury whatsoever. My back feels fine. Don't try it. So we haven't heard much since, but I think Jonathan Taylor is waiting. The players union is waiting to see what move the Colts make. So it'll be interesting to see uh, how this plays out. Yeah. I mean, for me, it would take the town drunk one of the worst owners in NFL to do this. And with that um, non-football injury list, he would be out for the first six games, which means they wouldn't have to pay him. So Jeff yeah. Ursay, in essence, saves a little bit more money. I mean, listen, he knows that he plays this year out. No matter how well he does, they're going to franchise tag him next year. And I think the franchise tag next year goes up to like $11 million. And he's like, no, nah, I'm worth more than that. I did lead the league two years ago in scrimmage yards with over 2,000. And last year he got he did get hurt, but that wasn't all his fault. The offensive line was terrible. Quentin Nelson, the all pro guard, he was hurt. He didn't play well. So he pretty much had to carry that team. And that's why he got hurt. So, you know, Jim Ersay is just doing what owners do, trying to save money in their pockets, but still keep the players around. So I think the players now are trying to band together and they're trying to obliterate the franchise tag because they're saying it's not fair. Except it's a Saquon. Tennis- Except Saquon. Except for Saquon. <laughs> he, he's one he's one of the main ones talking. And mm-hmm. now he's just like, uh, actually, I will take that money. Yeah. Oh, you're going to give me a $900,000 bonus if I make all these escalators that, that I haven't not done gonna in make, one year? That I definitely right. can't make. <laughs> and But the thing is, even if he makes those escalators, they have to make the playoffs. So he yeah. can hit all three of those points. And if they don't make the playoffs, he still just essentially plays on a franchise tag. Why would you agree to that? That's nothing. They gave you nothing. I mean... He want he wanted to cry about it. He knew he was never going to sit out. Mm-hmm. He just wanted to cry about it and then go sign, you know, sign the contract. Just go sign the contract. Yeah. I think Saquon's one of those guys that he doesn't want anybody mad at him. He wants to be liked. And you know, you get frustrated sometimes it boils over and you say things that you really want to say, but then when you sit back and think about it, you're like, uh, you know, I want to keep everybody happy. Ten million dollars isn't chump change. So I'll sit there and I'll accept this. But my thing is, don't say anything. Just sign a franchise tag when you get it and go ahead and play and see what happens next year. Yeah. 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 So Jonathan Taylor. um, Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think he was going to sit out. I mean, he's he's sitting out of practice, I think. But I don't think he's going to sit out the regular season. Mm-hmm. Um, And look, these running backs, it's tough, right? Because the, 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 the position is devalued. And, you know, they clearly see that's an issue, but they're gonna have to look, man. Like they're gonna have to, they're gonna have to make a stand. And it might seem futile right now because it's like, okay, even if we all sit out, they can replace us, right? Mm-hmm. But that sends a message to the next generation coming in. You don't want to play running back, right? And it's like what me and B talked about. I, I think the message is already getting out there, but make a strong stand. Um, make it to where you know it's in the headlines every week because you got these players sitting out right you don't have the best running backs out there 
uh, is something that the team has to answer. It's it, or questions that the teams have to answer. It's um, it's something that's going to be in the news even during college football when college football starts, and you know it, it'll be something that those students will get questioned about. Like, hey, you know, you're an NFL. You you look like you're going to be a top NFL prospect. You still want to play running back with everything going on? Like, those are the questions that the NFL does not want trickling down to that you know to the amateur leagues, right? All right. Um, because once those questions start hitting them and they have to think about it, then it's actually no. I don't I don't want to play running back. Let me switch positions now. You know? So they're gonna force a change one way or another. Either temporarily they increase the the running the uh pay for running backs mm-hmm. or they decimate that position because nobody wants to play it. Right. I think I honestly think the NFL would be fine with that. Uh you know, all I think what would happen is Bad wide receivers will be high. We'll have to play running back. Uh, we'll have to play in the backfield, like not even full time. And they'll just, you know, they'll rotate guys through. And I think that I, mean, I should, I should say, some teams will be fine with that. Uh, I, don't, I don't think all teams will be fine with that. And, and I think yeah. eventually they, the league would look at trying to to pull things back a bit. Um, yeah. You know, I, I've said here before. I think the only way that you're really going to get that value back for running backs is to change the way you call. Uh, call the game and you know bring it back to closer to what it was in the early 2000s in the 90s and the 80s where the defense could play more physical uh, and it wasn't such a slam dunk passing the ball uh, because that's really what kills the the value for running backs is even the best running backs it's less efficient to hand them the ball than it is to throw it to the worst wide receivers out there you're just going to gain more yards throwing the ball even if that player isn't very good, then you're going to get handing the ball off. And so, you know, with that being the case, it it, it kind of tanks their value. Yeah. Um. Yes, I can see the NFL. Like you said, the NFL is, is trying to push the lead more towards just passing. Right. But again, it's a chain reaction because mm-hmm. now everybody wants to play wide receiver, too many wide receivers, and the NFL doesn't want to pay anybody. Right. Mm-hmm. So now you have running backs and wide receivers who don't get paid. They've already tried to put a cap on what quarterbacks are making. Mm-hmm. Once it gets to wide receivers, I think the wide receiver group is probably the next group that that you know the NFL looks at and says, we're going to devalue this group. Once that starts to happen, then there'll be a strike. Then they'll say, nah, we see what you're doing. You know, you you, you already got rid of the running backs. You're not coming for us next and, and taking our money. And I think then the league will band together because what's what's next after that you know linebackers you know corners safeties you know god willing uh no <laughs> and, uh, no like you mentioned on on coach's show i think that, that with wide receivers they'll still pay the top wide receivers because they are the players who, who they enhance your quarterback uh and the top players in that position you know i and, and not to say that Brendan Mason aren't valuable but the top players of wide receiver have a a more obvious impact because you know they can bail out your quarterback they're making much bigger plays down the field and all that and you know we do see that right now they are already trying to squeeze that those wide receivers uh in terms of the money and free agency but you mm-hmm. still have Devontae making over 30 you still have Tyreek making over 30 so you like the top top guys are still getting paid Justin Jefferson is going to get paid uh Jamar Chase is going to get paid you know T Higgins is probably he's going to get paid somewhere else maybe but he's going to get paid uh, it's just the, the the tier two and three guys are going to be bumping into that ceiling 
Um, and and I do think that, like I said, it it, it is going to come to the point where they're like, man, we got we got to do something about this. But the question is going to be, is Tyreek Saquon? Is you know, is Justin Jefferson Saquon? And they're just going to turn their back on the rest of the receivers, or right. are they you know, just, and just like with any any labor dispute, is hey, are the people who are who are doing well, the people who are eating good, are they going to stand with you, or are they going to turn their back on you? Yeah, I mean it's a it's a it's a uh, contentious situation because if you think about it, running backs are the third position that touch the ball the most. You got the center, the quarterback, then you have the running back. Um, I think somebody said the other day that I don't know if it was Terrell Owens or Brand- who holds the record for most receptions in the game. See, the Terrell Owens or Brandon Marshall. Well, mm. it, really, it really doesn't matter. One of them had 21, 21 catches in the game as a wide receiver. In that same game, the running back ran twenty three times and caught the ball three times. So even on a historic day for a wide receiver, you still had the running back touching the ball 26 times. Mm-hmm. I think if they all take a stand, which would kind of be hard to do, because, of course, just like with scabs, you'll have the lesser tier running backs coming in, trying to make a name for themselves. But I think for someone like Jonathan Taylor, Saquon, it's a little bit different. If you take Saquon out the, out the equation, the Giants just aren't a good team. When Justin Ta- when um when uh, Jonathan Taylor was hurt last season, you saw the Indianapolis Colts take a dip. Now, I know they got your boy AR-15 in there, but without a really good running game, he's going to struggle to progress. And with things like that, he could turn into another uh, David Carr. So, but we're just not going to have him. I can't see uh, Christian McCaffrey sitting out making $16 million a year. No. Uh, Christian is like, no, I'm fine. I'm right. good. You know, to, well, his contract's coming up soon, too. We'll see how, how they uh, feel about him then. Right, but he made yeah. He, Christian he he did all right. He did all right. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what are you looking at, B? Oh no, I'm honestly because like like you're saying with the, the the teams being worse without those guys, I think it's it's more to do with the rest of the team than the running back, right? Like for the Giants, Brian Dayball coming in, I think is what really spurred them on to that unbelievable unbelievable season they had last year uh, because I thought they were just dumpster juice uh but they made the playoffs right and i think you know you can attribute a lot of that to to coaching and then building up the rest of the roster uh because i mean saquon's been on that team and he's been on some bad teams right well and yeah i, I think uh, you need... as an example too thousand yards rushing thousand yards receiving five wins <laughs> yeah but i think i think yeah you, you need coaching too right i mean mm-hmm. i mean we, we were talking we're talking about justin herbert being the highest paid quarterback right now he just made his first playoff game last last year you mm-hmm. know so as good and and i i think he's really good you think he's really good yeah um you know he's top 10 quarterback not a lot of winning right <laughs> they, they also have a top running back on that team too so you yes. know that, that and that's the thing you you and edge rushers if you if you if you build up the, the rest of the roster because i mean they, they they had a ton of injuries last year and offensive right? line. Um, yeah you know yeah. if you build it up Justin Herbert can take you to a Super Bowl. Austin Eckler is not going to. No, no, it's not. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, listen. Like, it's the the quarterback's the most important position for sure, mm-hmm. right? Um, but you know, like, like you said, wide receivers will get paid. Wide receiver ain't going to carry you either, right? Like, no, no one posi- one person is going to carry you to to any any place except for Lamar Jackson, <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, you, you usually pay your talented players, you know, but obviously they 
He don't care about the running position. Well, uh, uh, that's why my thing is like you're going to get paid in the NFL based off of two things: it's the amount of talent at that position, you know, how easy it is to replace you, mm-hmm. and how you affect the quarterback. And you know, it's like you see left tackles get paid, and for a long time, right tackles didn't. That's changing a bit now because there's a lot more edge rushers. But you know, you see edge rushers get paid because they have a pretty big negative effect on the quarterback right corners get paid and safeties don't get paid because safeties don't really affect the quarterback directly like that uh and but wide receivers do you know wide receivers help your quarterback quite a bit running back not as much uh you're taking the ball out of your i mean you know obviously indirectly you want to be able to to lean on a run game but you're not leaning on a running back you're leaning on a run game which is a which is a, a pretty big distinction right yeah, uh, and taking the ball out of your quarterback's hands generally not a good thing. There are some teams who really try to, to their own detriment, uh, lean into the run game. Mm-hmm. But you know mm-hmm. that those teams are. Uh, I wasn't talking about Baltimore. It's all right, you know. Uh, but those teams, you know, <laughs> they're, they're not they're not really winning that way. Like they're having some success, but they're not, uh, uh, you know, winning championships that way. And. You know, you you see where they fall short is even if our run game is going, we don't have the quarterback to do it, yeah. you know, or we're relying on the defense. We don't, and our defense falters or something like that. You know, you're right, B. But I mean, even with the Ravens, if you look at the 2012 Super Bowl, doing that player, I know, but I'm just saying. But during that 2012 Super Bowl run, <laughs> we didn't lean on the ground game. No. We leaned on Joe Flacco and Anquan Bolden. Because mm-hmm. that was that actually was the dissension of Ray Rice. That's when Ray Rice well, actually Ray, took Ray, the Rice guys, Ray Rice guys to the playoffs though. <laughs> Oh, he, uh, yeah, he got it. I, 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 heard, I heard he didn't. Not according to Marlon the Snitch. <laughs> I heard he didn't. So. Yeah. Let me read this comment for uh, DDSQ. Salute to you, man. Thanks for the 420. He says, what's good, fellas? NFL is trying to reset the market for all players. Mm-hmm. They are using the running back situation as, as a test case. Watson contract um, and wide receiver market last year is causing – them to do a reset in my opinion Bengals are breaking up wide receiver core after this year i think he has a very good point yeah absolutely uh they 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 are absolutely trying to hold hold down salaries across the board and that includes quarterback uh they're not paying those guys what they're worth um but that and and this is what we've always talked about on the show that is the entire reason that they have a salary cap because they can get around the salary cap whenever they want to but it's their to when they when they want to point to it and say, "Hey, man, sorry, Saquon. I know we just paid. Uh, I know we just traded for Darren Waller. Was making a bunch of money. I know we just paid our left tackle. I know we paid our quarterback. I know we just paid our D tackle. But we ain't got no money for you. Cap, right? Yeah. And 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 he should have absolutely just said, "All right, then play without me." He should he should have done that. He should because yeah. the disrespectful part about that was once he signed that offer, they signed they signed Andrew Thomas the next day. Yeah. To a hundred million dollars. They signed him, but they signed him before. They signed him after. They looked at him dead in his face and said, "I ain't got it for you, man." I ain't got it. Pox got that. They gonna have look at some point. Listen, you know, like we we ain't not in. We ain't trying to be in the pockets, right? But like you gonna, you know, they're gonna have to bite down at some point and realize, okay, this year I'm not gonna get a check because I'm gonna sit out. I'm gonna make a point. I gotta save my money, tighten up on some things. And show them that hey, especially somebody like Saquon, right? Um, some of these guys, you just got to show up, right? Uh, J.K. Dobbins, I'm sorry, bro, you have to show up. You, you, you just, 
I, I feel you. I, I I agree with you, but you're gonna have to show up. Um because the reality is he hasn't earned that second contract anyway. Yeah, yeah. But he's standing, but he's standing firm on principle though. Yeah, yeah like no, and, and that's great. If Saquon, but if Saquon, I mean, you know, we 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 kind of <laughs> had different opinions on how running backs affect the game a little right. bit, but and I think Saquon, especially them not even having real wide receivers, you mm-hmm. know, like oh wow, you just you gonna disrespect them seventeen people whose names I don't know, except for Darius Slayton because he's on my fantasy team. Let's go, there. <laughs> yes, let's go. Um, hey, hey, <laughs> yeah, you know, you know who the Giants leading receiver was last year, Saquon. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying so like but you know what though you know who carolina's leading receiver was all them years ago it was christian mccaffrey and when he got his money everybody laughed at carolina <laughs> yeah, <I don't> <laughs> we're paying their running back yeah. Yeah. yeah all right let's go on because we already spent a good chunk of time on this uh we said about an hour for the show yeah. but um before we go yes our stream bot has the link to the roundup meet and greet. All right. I told you I was going to mention this a few more times. It's happening this Friday in Columbia, Maryland at Bus Boys and Poets. Um, my voice is hoarse if you haven't even know those guys. So, Hendo B, tell them, tell them what they're getting at, at the meet and greet. Oh, I thought you were going to jump oh. in there. All right. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. nothing, I guess. Don't get the tickets. Well. <laughs> yeah, Bus Boys and Poets uh, this Friday evening, uh, 7 o'clock to 9 30 p.m we're gonna have food drinks music there's gonna be apparently uh some mm. very nice decorations very uh, there's nice. gonna be there's gonna be like y'all said the swag bag and there's gonna be some prizes given away and there may be maybe a quick q a if y'all have any questions uh I'll try not to ask any questions though I'm not not working that night so you are working you're working the room not, not working that night. I'm on mute. Uh, yeah, that, that reminds me, we're supposed to be giving away some tickets, aren't we? Yeah, I was just going to say, like, yes. I don't really feel like doing a giveaway. So if you want a ticket, <laughs> we have two tickets to give away. Thanks to our guy, Sea Iron Attic. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Here's what we're going to uh, do. Here's what well, gonna I was do. about to say what we were going to do. Oh, you said you didn't like you didn't want to give away. No, I'm saying like I don't want to like run a giveaway. Like I want to do you know a contest or you know something like that. So True. I'll go later you, time. Yeah, nah. No, that's, okay. that's that's for the other thing. All right. Um, okay, okay, okay. So if you if you want to go to the meetup, if you're in the area uh, and, and you just haven't bought a ticket yet, maybe you don't want to buy a ticket, haven't can't afford, whatever it is, uh, but you would like to attend, you can DM us on Twitter at LBHT Show, and then it'll just be first come first serve. Okay. All right. Listen, I see 57 people in here. First of all, hit that like button. If you're new, subscribe. If you're in the Columbia, Maryland area. If you're in Maryland, I mean, you know, it's not that far. It's not that far. Um, and you want to go, DM us. It's that simple. I can't believe y'all didn't pick up on that. That was, man, it was a trick question. DM us on X. Twitter doesn't <laughs> exist anymore. Oh, that's me, uh, is it, does a DM uh, is this anymore? <laughs> I was gonna say, let me make sure that the DMs are open. Is it DX? Direct X? You gotta, you gotta watch them. They limit you on everything that you do. Sure do. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh. Mapega. Oh, you you live in South Africa. I oh, forgot. shout out. Salute, salute. Uh, he says, "Will you be? Will you guys be streaming? Some of us live in South Africa. Um. Hmm. No, we're not gonna live stream. 
Uh, we we haven't asked that. We're not going to live stream. I, I don't think we have to set up for, for a live stream, but we'll we'll get some some pictures and some maybe footage. a little maybe some footage. Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, all right. Let's see. Zico Kage, what's going on? Thanks for coming through. Ryan C is in the house. Salute to you. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Um. Uh, Alvam Diallo says we need no Twitter clause in Marlo's <laughs> next contract. <laughs> yes. Even his own teammates think he needs to shut up. Yeah. Some <sighs> censors. What's and up, Brent Lauren, what's going on? Sorry, I've been absent, showing support. Shout out to Bazel. Yes. Indeed. Congrats to Bazel. And thank you, Dwayne. Dope show as always is what he said. Thank you. Thank That's you so cool. much. Thank you. All right. So DM us. We got two tickets courtesy of C Iron Addict. So salute to C Iron Addict. All right. If you come to the if you get a ticket, you can come to the meet and greet. Go shake the man's hand. Tell him thank you. All right. It's courtesy of him. All right. Uh, are you ready for the next story? Or do I need to filibuster some more? Yeah, go ahead, man. Okay. Well, predictions. Lord. Doesn't everybody love predictions? We do. Everybody loves predictions, man. Everybody loves predictions. Oh, by the way, uh, in case you were wondering, you know, if you're new here um, and you're looking for the super chat button, right? And I know you are. Here's how we do super chats. Right in the corner uh, below Hendo, dollar sign LBHT show. Well, that's the Patreon. In the corner is dollar sign LBHT oh, show. That one. Yeah, over yeah. there. Over there. Yep. That's the cash app. That's the cash app. Okay. Also, the pin link that you see in the comment takes you to our stream elements page. Both ways, you leave your donation, leave your comment, and you get that animation right next to my face. I know some of you guys are wondering how, how that happens. That's how it happens. All right. And yes, patreon.com slash LBHT show is how you can support. Also, signing up to patreon.com slash LBHT show and donating gets you points, gets you loyalty points. At the end of every month, the person with the most points gets a prize. If you have over a thousand points, you enter our drawing, which we give away stuff. Okay, Agent E, I believe, got a um, a gift card, an Amazon gift card, mm-hmm. uh, last time around. Um, and Ferris won the first one. He got what a Giants hat or something, right? Yeah, he uh, he picked a Giants bucket hat because Giants fans have bad taste. But <laughs> you don't have to get something like that. You can get something good. <laughs> Not this month though, because well, actually, we have a little controversy this month uh, in terms of who. Who won the loyalty points? Um, who won? You saw, you saw Hendo making up his face right there because Hendo was in first place, and then our guy Ferris came through with the last-minute donation uh, to take the number one spot. Was but that on I, stream? I, I should, was that on what, stream? What, it, it Wait, have, when it doesn't have to be on stream? Oh, first of oh, all, oh, okay. first of all, no one ever said it had to be on stream. We'll we'll take money anytime. Uh, but the <laughs> the the controversy comes in, and we, what we actually received was a promise of a donation. Oh no no no! That doesn't count. So, uh, one question. I got one question. If it shows question. up, it counts. I have one question. <laughs> What's up? Have you received that donation? Uh, that's uh, I'm not putting Paris's business out there. Like no, that. no 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 no. <laughs> Listen, if you have not received that donation by August first, he loses. Okay. Yeah. Um. All, all pays du- have to be duly, on time. Duly noted. I can't stand you. Duly noted. <laughs> And, and we might have to we might have to change the rule because uh, I don't, you don't have access to my cash app. I don't think uh, <laughs> it's really relevant. How you feel we might have it. to change that rule. I know Coach doesn't allow back to back winners, right? 
we might have to do something like that because Ferris will he'll do this every month. He'll do this I, every month. I'm I'm fine with Ferris, just, <laughs> <laughs> but okay. We, I we want can, other people to have a chance to win as well. All right. Nah, um. Though, okay. Though. All right, B. Uh, lead the way. Uh, yeah so we we are going to do our annual nfl predictions uh we're going to be looking at division winners we're going to be looking at the winners for the major awards you know mvp offensive player of the year defensive player of the year offensive and defensive rookie of the year and then uh not the whole playoffs but we'll do you know conference champions and super bowl winner so we will we'll start with I'll start with uh, division winners, maybe. Let's go. All right. So, starting with the NFC, Philly, Chicago, Carolina, and the Seattle Seahawks. Mm. Okay. I got Philly as well. I also have Carolina. Right. I have well you just went first. I think you bet me. I think you heard me uh say this before. Um I also have Chicago. Wow. And I wow. got San Francisco. Okay. Okay. That's right. I guess I'll go with Philly. Wow. New Orleans. Detroit. You feel better now, B? He's, he's not biting you. Detroit hey, and, San, nice and uh, San Francisco. Detroit? Force. The the 31st ranked team? First of all, listen. listen you know they got Jameson Williams for six weeks, right? I know that, but Detroit is deploying a secret weapon. Uh, the head coach just went up to the owner and asked, can he bring a live lion on the field? They said no. The owner said yes, but the league said hell no. Of course they did. It's a live lion. That is the most Ricky Bobby thing in the world. <laughs> and of course no, it came from Dan Campbell. What is it? Uh, what is it? Moon from uh, what was that basketball? Jackie Moon. Jackie Moon. Moon. <laughs> that's, that's a Jackie Moon thing. <laughs> that's 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 Ricky Bobby too. Didn't he drive in the car with a tiger? <laughs> it's Will Ferrell. Is what y'all? Are well, it's Will Ferrell. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. All right. So those are the division winners for the NFC, AFC. Yes. The AFC, uh, I've got Baltimore, unlike the Baltimore Ravens fans up here. Um, Hold on. Yeah, I didn't make my prediction yet. Okay. I, I, I heard both of y'all talking about the roundup. I was on that show. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> I've got the Ravens. I've got the Kansas City Chiefs because I mean, seven straight. Uh, and then we've got, I, you know, my, my, my heart wants to go with Anthony Richardson and the Colts, but I'm going to have to take the Jaguars. Mm. And I'm taking the Miami Dolphins in the East. Oh. Mm. Oh, okay. I, I'm starting to change my mind a little bit on it in the AFC North. Wow. I picked the Bengals before. I'm starting to lean towards the Ravens. I'm starting to feel this team. But I'm going to stick with the Bengals for now. <laughs> it's going to be close. Right. Right. Both of them, I think, are going to win a lot of games. Um, I just think in the playoffs, we're going to be different. I think we're going to be different. Um, but I'm going to go Bengals. I'm going to go Chiefs. I mean, look, just, just mark the Chiefs down for everything. Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> just, just mark them down. Um, I'm going Bills in the East and in the South. 
I'm going Texans. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I did it. You heard it here first. Texans are going to win the AFC South. Bold predictions. Bold predictions. Yes. Um, I'm going to go with Kansas City, of course. They won seven straight AFC West titles. Logical pick. I'm going to go with the Dolphins because it seems like the Bills over the last three seasons have regressed. I'm going to go with the Jaguars. And I keep saying this. Calvin Ridley is going to make a difference in the progression of Trevor Lawrence. And in the AFC North, we got Joe Burrow's injury. We got Rocky Sin's injury. I'm going to go go with Baltimore. Wow. So all my picks. Exactly. That's what you're saying. I thought you picked, didn't you pick Indianapolis? You try to, no, I picked Jacksonville. Wow. You try to do them in a different order to throw people off the scent, but that's all right, man. (laughs) That's okay. That's okay. You know what? You know what? Agent E convinced me. He said, no, they're not. He he convinced me. Um, I'm going to go with with the Ravens. Wow. Clean sweep. I know he's talking about the Texans. But (laughs) (laughs) all right, so we're gonna move on now to the end of season awards. Mm -hmm. Uh, start off with the rookies who y'all got for offensive and defensive rookies of the year. I already picked Bryce Young, exactly. Um, shoot, I don't even know for uh, who who was that? Um, oh, the uh, the the guy that the Texans drafted. Will Anderson. Will Anderson. Anderson. That's what I got. I'm going to go with offensive rookie of the year, CJ Stroud. Because he's going to be division champ. Nice. And what is it, Jalen Carter? Jalen Carter, yeah. Uh, Philly. For Philly. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely obviously taking Bryce Young. That's the clear choice at number one. Uh, I don't know how, you know, I, I don't know how anybody, like, and, and, and the thing is, you know, Bijan is probably going to have the best season, you know, arguably statistically, but it's it, it's like MVP. It's kind of a quarterback award, uh, assuming you have the quarterback. So I'm going to take Bryce Young, and on the defensive side, I think I am also going to go with Will Anderson out of Houston. That's right. That is going to be the only thing that the Houston Texans win this year. Can we get a repeat of the New York Jets? Offensive and rookie? Offensive and defensive rookie of the year? Anderson and Stroud? I just said that's the only thing that they're winning this year. I just said that. So that would preclude them from winning offensive rookie of the year. You are incorrect, sir. Uh, What about Bijan? One session says Bijan Robinson. He's definitely going to be, yeah. I just I just said what about Bijan? Uh, okay. Uh, and Big Red says Zay Flowers, defensive rookie of the year. Kyle, oh, he's joking. Okay. Kyle, he's <laughs> First of all, Reds don't even believe in the Ravens. He, One sure don't. he don't like the Ravens at all. Not, not even a little bit. He just uh, want to promote them. Moving on to the actual offensive and defensive players of the year. <clears throat> Start off with you, Hendo. Who you got? Offensive player of the year? Yeah. I, Obvious, it's gonna be Christian McCaffrey. Wow! Yeah, stealing the picks all that the that you time. didn't even make yet. I made it several hours ago, sir. Oh, I didn't see that. And defensive player of the year. You say? I'm gonna go. You better not say. It. You better not take my pick for this one. It's gonna be Aaron Donald. Okay. Yeah, Aaron Donald had a had a down year last year. He only played in like ten or eleven games, but. Man, it's gonna be it's gonna be between him and I think I think 
I think Chris Jones is going to get a little mm-hmm. get, get 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 some looks this year. Yeah, fifteen I, sacks last year. Uh yeah, but he wants thirty million dollars a year, which is why so he's going to which is why he's going to get eighteen gotta, sacks this year. Ball out to get it. Who are yeah. you taking for offensive uh, player of the year? I'm going to say Quan. Uh. <laughs> no, I'm going <laughs> Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson might get mm. two thousand receiving yards. You know, I thought about Justin Jefferson. I'm like, they're they're probably not going to give it to him twice in a row. Uh, and I did think that uh, with the narrative going into the season, they'll want to throw running backs a bone, particularly a meaningless bone. So it will be Christian McCaffrey. Uh, he was phenomenal in San Francisco from from the moment he got there, and now he's he really got a whole off season. And you know, he he is the best running back in the league, and he's in probably the best offensive system in the league and he he's going to tear it up um as far as the defense i was thinking micah parsons but i'm gonna fix my green screen instead of telling you my answer uh <laughs> i was thinking micah but I'm, I'm actually gonna go i think you know this team's gonna get a lot more attention on them this year because of uh uh off-season acquisition of one Aaron Rodgers, and I think that uh, Sauce Gardner is going to turn into a superstar, and he is going to – I mean, obviously, he's got the skill already. Uh, mm-hmm. He played well enough last year to, to, to arguably – to be in that conversation. And so now with the extra media attention on New York, well, the other New York, I think he, he goes home with that defensive player of the year. Yeah. I, I want to bring this up from uh, a guy, Jay. Says, who does CJ Stroud have to throw to? A guy who just beat cancer. What's that? What's that supposed to mean? Hey, what's that supposed to mean? Uh, still don't know how what he can do. That's true. Rookies in Dell and Hutchinson, a waste of height wide receiver, and Nico Collins <laughs> and old Wally Bobby Triss. Uh, but look, I mean, is that yeah. who? That's not Jay. I've never heard Jay say that many negative things in the span of a week. You're asking this question when you know to Baltimore Ravens fans who watch Lamar get unanimous MVP and who did he throw to? This is the same dude who asked me if Alex Fudge was going to make a big impact on the Lakers (laughs) season. He out here talking about ain't got nobody in Houston. Big Red says Travis Kelsey for Offensive Player of the Year and TJ Watt for Defensive Player of the Year. Not bad picks. TJ ain't gonna play enough games. I saw one session. One session said maybe Miles Garrett. Now that he has Zadar Smith on the other side of him, I can see that. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. What's up, Manuel? He got 15 sacks. He got 15 and a half sacks last season, even after coming back from that serious car accident. So, and and they had Jim and Jim Swartz as their new defensive coordinator. So, yeah, I don't know. And I saw Nick Bosa. He's another one with a contract holdout. He wants a little bit more money. So. Okay. All right. Uh, look at this. The chat is getting you know, look. Like, we're, we're in the sixties now. Sixty-one people in here. Hit that like button. If you're new, hit the subscribe button. Football season is back. The numbers are going up. Look at that. If you haven't been here in a while, right there. Okay. We're going down this Friday, the roundup meet and greet. You will see all of us on screen here. You will see Coach Evans from Sip to Tally Films. He's already in town. He's already in town. Ferris is going to be here as well. All right. Chris just joking for the Deep Cover podcast. OTR Mike, we're all going to be in attendance. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'll have my voice back by then. I promise. I promise. All right. I'm going to rest up over these next two days. Okay. Um, 
get your tickets, man. Food, drinks. Uh, we're giving away prizes. We're gonna send you home with a swag bag. Uh, you don't want to miss it. All right. Okay. Hey, what's next? You said Jason never said the season, just in general. What would he impact if not the season? <laughs> Leave your answer in the chat. Moving Manuel, on. Manuel got ahead. You're getting ahead of us, man. We haven't, we ain't, we haven't gotten to uh to Super Bowl winners or MVP. Up, we're doing. We're about to do MVP right now. Uh, and for MVP this season, I mean, I think I paid in the last three years, and now there's an actual real reason to, because the the Baltimore Ravens decided to support him for once. I'm definitely going with Lamar. Hmm. I'm gonna have to go with Patrick Lamar Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, they listen. They've given him the weapons. They've given him an offensive coordinator that knows a passing scheme, and he's in his sixth year. So I think that he has a better understanding of reading NFL defenses. And look, this team's going to be scary. Hey, you guys know how I feel about, about Pat Mahomes, man. Pat Mahomes, it seems like the worse talent he gets, the better he gets. <laughs> and the more hurt he gets, the better he gets. The man sure. won the Super Bowl on one leg. One leg. Um, and still throwing darts out there. What's he gonna do with two legs this year, right? <laughs> um, but no, I'm gonna go with Lamar as well because listen, the only reason we don't talk about Lamar the same way as Pat Mahomes is, is because this team has failed them, right? They haven't put talent around him, they haven't done a good job coaching uh, around him. Uh, I think um, that changes a little bit this year. Um, it's he still doesn't have a Travis Kelsey on his team, but. Odell is a really good addition. Zay Flowers is a really good addition. And I think a healthy Bateman is a good addition and healthy J.K. Dobbins. So he has some talent. And, of course, he's got Andrews. Andrews is really good. So he's got more talent. This is the best – this is the most talent he's had mm-hmm. since, he, since you know, he's been in the league. So that makes a huge difference. Uh, Todd Munkin, you know, we got we to wait and see what he's going to do. But everything that we're hearing about him um, seems like – He's going to open up the playbook, you know, the, the passing game. And if he does that, yeah, Lamar is the best player in the world. So, yeah, I, I, I expect him to win MVP. Yeah. I think, right. um, mm-hmm. oh, I think week one is going to be a real litmus test because DeMarco, D'Amico Ryan's great, great defensive coordinator. Yes. And as the head coach, I think he's going to do something with the Houston Texans. So, with our offense going up against him, the kind of punch counter punch that's going to be done between Munkin and D'Amico and his defensive coordinator will show us a lot, I think, going forward as to how Munkin is going to be as a coordinator. Punch counter punch. Literally, all he has to do is line Will Anderson up over Morgan Moses. <laughs> Job done, right? Uh, we're gonna have to uh, we have to go into uh, hashtag hyperdrive. Hyperdrive. Let's are, go. We are right, nine minutes go. away from an hour. So, uh, yeah. conference champions. I'm going with the Baltimore Ravens uh, versus in the NFC. I am going to take the a re, a rematch. I'm going to take the San Francisco 49ers with the Baltimore Ravens winning. Okay. All right. I'm going to go Ravens versus Philly. Yeah, I got Ravens beating Philly in the Super Bowl. All right. It's not what y'all were saying on the roundup, but that's okay. That's we what gonna I said. Keep it. We going to keep it say? moving. What did we say? I did. Y- say. Y'all said the Bengals were better than them. That's what y'all said. 
I said, and no, I've always said that the Ravens are going to the Super Bowl. I, I said they win the division, not not yeah, they're not going to win the playoffs. Uh, we're on to submit a questions. I I don't hear whatever chatter this is going on. Who's right Super Bowl MVP the, after the fact? Lamar Jackson is going to be Super. Lamar Jackson is Super Bowl MVP because they ain't ain't no chance in hell they giving it to J.K. Dobbins when he about to hold out for a contract. All right, on to the submitted questions. Number one, dang, do y'all do y'all think people were smoking crack when they raided Lamar at just seventy two and freaking Jared Goff was ahead of him? I sure do. Thank you, Chocolate Lady Cap. I would agree with you. Jared Goff does not deserve to be rated anywhere near Lamar Jackson, let alone ahead of him. So it may not have been crack, but they were smoking something. This just tells me that you know when they say this is what this is what the players vote on, that ain't true. Yeah. Nobody outside of Detroit has Jared Goff in their top one hundred. Nobody. Thanks. I just um, think they were all huffing paint. Players have buys just like everybody else. Yeah, no. but it's seventy two. He didn't play the full season. I think a lot of people dropped him down because of that. I mean, I'm just look. I'm I'm, I'm focused on Jared Goff being on this list. Okay, period. Listen, if you if you look at Jared Goff's numbers, he 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 was he had a good season. They were one win away from the playoffs. Maybe he's a nice guy. I don't know. All right? I want to know, know how they how they do this polling. Listen, listen, listen. It's hashtag hyperdrive. Crack or no? Pendo. Yes, 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 correct. Yes, yes. yes. All right. Next correct. question. <laughs> was the Spence loss that devastating that he should retire, or are people over exaggerating like Stephen A. Smith? Uh, he also might be on crack. So um, we're going to combine, combine this question with our combat corner segment because uh, this is what we were going to talk about a little bit. No, Spence shouldn't be. Th- and now, look, if he if he has a serious health issue. That we don't know about, then and obviously your your health comes first. But if you're just talking about, oh man, he got whooped, he should quit. That's ridiculous. He is the second best welterweight in the world. He has beaten everybody else in that division who matters outside of Jerron Ennis. Uh, and that's because Jerron Thurman. Ennis hasn't fought anyone. Keith Thurman don't matter. Keith he Thurman did. out here talking about Clarissa Shields. Keith Thurman going on three year vacations. Keith Thurman don't matter. But <laughs> but regardless, <laughs> he's the second best welterweight in the world. He lost to Bud Crawford, uh, who put on a, a virtuoso performance. It's not a reason to quit. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. No, no, he, he shouldn't quit. He should not quit. John Wallen talks with an Italian club. I was told he was going to be the savior for the Lakers. But moving on, <laughs> submitted question number three. <laughs> Thoughts on Sean Payton talking trash about Nathaniel Hackett. I understand Rodgers wants to defend his coach, but he comes across very sensitive and doesn't realize Hackett wouldn't even be there if he wasn't fired from Denver last season. Thank you very much, Jeremy. And thank you as well to, to Suge Knight 323 Appreciate you guys sending in the questions, as well as Chocolate Lady Cap with the first one. Very insensitive that question was. Uh, but as far as Sean Payton, I don't like Sean Payton at all. He comes across as a major dirtbag. Uh, and, and, you know, one of his former players said he's a drug addict. But I do like coaches talking about each other, and I wish they would do it more. <laughs> yeah, I'm all for the trash talking. Yeah, and I, I agree. I, I wish, I wish coaches would would do that. You know, not do the the old coach speak thing. Mm-hmm. Talk your trash, back it up, back it up, right? Mm-hmm. But I got no problem with it. You know, and I got no problem with Aaron Rodgers uh, sticking up for his coach either. You know, I I don't listen. 
I'm, a, I'm an adult. I understand like they, you know, these people don't, you know, they're not gonna hate each other. It's not gonna be like, oh, we don't like them, they don't like us, and we see them, we're gonna take their heads off, right? Like they gotta say what they gotta say to get themselves up for a game. But sometimes there's some there's some legit beef out there. Mm-hmm. And some teams just, you know, they, they just don't like the other team. A lot of players on that on one team don't like, you know, players on the other team, or whatever. If coaches got into it as well, that'd be great. It's entertaining. So I'm I'm for it. Yeah, I agree. I'm for it as well. Um, I like it when players, coaches, people just speak their mind, how they truly feel, instead of giving the quote-unquote correct answers. I just think he should have saved it for the Week 5 matchup. But, I re- look, I respect it. Sean Payton out here getting real zesty. And he even spoke about his general manager and front office executives. So you got to have some stones to be like, yo, you effed up last year and you need to fix it. But I think he did all this to protect um, Russell Wilson because he is in decline. And because of this now, they may flex that game to prime time. Yes. Yes. All right. We're done with the submitted questions. Jay, I saw you just posted a question. It's a little late. We are in the show, but appreciate you posting it anyway. Uh, we will not be answering that. Now, moving we'll talk on. talk about to- it over time. Well, <laughs> first of all, before we move on, we, yes. we got to stop right at the hour. But um, look. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, man. Look, we got we got to plug our stuff. Right. Look, Patreon.com. There you go. Slash LBHT show. All right. Uh, that's where you'll find the overtime show. Again, this is going to be a shorter uh, show tonight. The overtime show is going to be a little bit shorter because we got look, we we moving. We we getting things ready for this meet and greet as we speak. All right. Um, what we got going on for the overtime show? Oh, there he is. Dana White getting heckled by his own fighter. The Stephen Wonderboy Thompson says, hey, man, you didn't pay me. Right. He showed up for a pay-per-view uh, event. They had UFC 3008, whatever number they're on. And Wonderboy showed up for the fight. Uh, he was ready to go. His opponent was not. So the fight didn't happen. And Dana White says, you're not getting paid. So we're going to talk about should Wonderboy get his money uh, or are we saying the fight didn't happen so he doesn't get his money? We're discussing that and and some more on the Overtime Show. All right. Um, Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Combat corner time. Okay. We kind of did combat corner with the Errol Spence question. I was going to the – I was going to Dr. J next. No, not yet, because I I, I love this clip, so we gotta play it. If you I mean, you know, if you lived under a rock and you didn't see what happened uh this weekend, mm. our boy, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, well you you'll you'll see the clip here. Special, special fighter. All right, hook upstairs, and Crawford has Spence hurt again. All right, hook that wobbles him. Spence might be going down again, and this one is over. Our, listen, our boy, you look, look, I mean, we we like Errol Spence a lot. We like Bud Crawford too, right? Mm-hmm. But we when we were picking Errol Spence, like this whole time we we thought Errol Spence was the dominant fighter. And Bud said, not even close. Because that fight <laughs> was not close at all. Don't ask the ref why he's stopping the fight if you gotta take a second to get yourself upright before <laughs> you ask him. <laughs> I mean, had he not gone down three times prior. Right. He probably wouldn't got he, he probably wouldn't have jumped in and got stopped. Like you you got outclassed. Completely outclassed. 
Mm-hmm. So going back to Stephen A's question, should he retire? Like, look, I, I understand you got beat so bad. People are like, you want to do that fight again? But he's earned a little bit more respect than that. Okay, he's earned a lot more respect than that. And screw Paul Pierce too. Paul Pierce is a clown. How they talking about? No, he was at the fight, and right after the fight, he would, you know, he went live like Paul Pierce does. Oh, uh, that that's why you know I'm the truth, and I didn't pass that down to him because Errol Spence's nickname is the truth. Uh, you know, you you gotta you you gotta you, you can't just call yourself that. You know that has got that's got to be given to you, blah blah blah. I'm like, Errol Spence is much better at his job than you ever were at yours. Nobody uh, ever mentions Paul Pierce. I mean, he really living he really living large off that one championship ring that that Kevin and Ray won for him, right? And out here talking about Dwayne Wade, he's better than Dwayne Wade and Jalen Rose. And he had to break down the entirety of his career. He 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 didn't even he he didn't even move the rest of that segment. He was like, I can't believe this is happening to me right now on national TV. I thought we were boys, <laughs> but stop saying stupid stuff like that. Uh, but back to to Errol Spence. No, look, he lost a fight. He lost, it was embarrassing. It was a bad loss, but it was just a it was just one loss. Right. Mm-hmm. It was just one loss to the number one pound for pound fighter out there, and I mean, I I don't think that uh, even at this point I would pick any of the other welterweights to beat him, you know. So there, no, there's no reason for him to quit. He had already said that he was having a tough time making 147. And he wanted the fight at 154, so he, you know he can either keep it going there and and you know maybe try that rematch, maybe go after Jerron Ennis or whatever, or he can just go to 154 and keep it moving. Uh, but no, there's no reason for him to to be thinking about quitting because of the loss. Yeah. What's your thoughts, Endo? Listen, I'm glad I got to see that fight. That was a whooping. And I think I actually think that that uh, Crawford could have beat him a lot worse. I think it was times where he pulled up and just, you know, he hit him a couple times, could have hit him more and just stopped and was like, eh, I think this is enough punishment. But for me, it was a very exciting fight. I give Spence credit because that last Florida punches, he didn't go down. Right. If the ref hadn't stopped it, though, he'd uh, yeah he took it out. So, but I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to the second fight because you know as a man you want to redeem yourself even if you don't think you can win you want to go out and get a be- give a better showing. And being a professional, you're gonna watch tape. You have trainers to kind of coach you on the things that you did wrong. So you never know what can happen in a rematch. You know, um, I was listening to this, this one uh, boxing YouTuber, Fanon um, Fanon Boxing. Right, shout out to you, and he made a good point. Right. Because you know people are making speculation that you know something might be wrong with Spence. Nothing's. I don't think there's anything wrong with them. Like he just got beat. But you know if it was something where he was just too drained, right? Um, it's better not to say anything because you know what went wrong, right? Your opponent doesn't, mm-hmm. right? So if it's something that he feels like, oh, I can correct it. I know it was exactly what happened. I know how I felt when I went in there. I was off. Uh, I'm gonna correct it, and next time I'll be different. And he can go out there and give Bud a different look, you know. Um, it'll be a more interesting fight. I mean, at this point, I look, Bud Bud just look too too skilled out there, you know. Um, so I would pick Bud to win the, the rematch. But you know, this is this is what happens with great fighters, you know. I mean, we talked about Holyfield and Riddick Bow. You know, most people don't even remember because you, you remember Evander Holyfield being a great heavyweight champion because he, mm-hmm. he beat uh Tyson twice, right? He beat a lot of people, he beat a lot of people, but him and Riddick Bowe fought three times. I didn't even remember the sequence. I know Riddick Bowe had knocked him out in one of the fights, but he lost twice to Riddick Bowe in their in their trilogy fights. Right? Most people don't remember that. Mm-hmm. You know, most people don't remember Riddick Bowe. <laughs> you know, um, 
you know, it happens sometimes. You 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 fight to, you know, Shane Mosley. You guys know who Shane Mosley is. Got oh. beat twice by uh Vernon Forrest. Yeah, he just had his number. Mm-hmm. Right. I think I think you know Vernon Forrest, rest in peace, Vernon Forrest. He, he passed away. But I think most people would have Shane Mosley over Vernon Forrest, but he could not beat Vernon Forrest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And look, the, you know, he may not be able to beat Bud Crawford. No, you know, he may not be able to. But Bud Crawford landed 50% of his punches. He landed 60% of his power punches, which is ridiculous and unheard of. The gap between those two is not that wide. No. Uh, so, I mean, there was something going on with him, you know, whatever it was. He he knows how to block more than 40% of your punches. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and Bud, will, he's never going to, he's never going to be that accurate again. Right. I mean, so there, there was something going on. The gap between those two isn't that wide. I would, I, you know, I'd pick Bud Crawford in the in the rematch as Me well, too. but it, it it would have to be closer than that. Sure, but y'all didn't read that publication on what he said was wrong. Went wrong. No, um, it was something on the internet that they they interviewed him and asked him, you know, was something wrong with you? And he was like, yeah, all those knuckles to my dome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't shake it. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll yeah. do it. Yeah, he was hitting me. <laughs> All right, so we mentioned Paul Pierce, okay? And Paul Pierce wants to be badly wants to be relevant. Let's find out how relevant he is. Maybe be he made Dr. J's top ten list. Well, he 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 is retired, and apparently that's one of the criteria. Uh, but here is the list that Dr. J put. That, oh, no, <laughs> for a second, I was expecting the, the thing to pop up, not the banner. But here's the list that Dr. J put out uh, to Bleacher Report of his top 10. This is not in order, but these are his top 10 players of all time. You have Bill Russell, Wilt Chamberlain, Oscar Robertson, Jerry West, Elgin Baylor, Kareem, MJ, Magic, that guy, and Tiny Archibald. Um, he said that... Uh, that Steph Curry was not on the list because he hasn't played long enough. Uh, I'm not sure what the excuse he used for with LeBron was since he's played 20 years, but uh, my reaction to this list is pretty much summed up in, uh, in, in Dr. J's photo right here, the troll face. Because uh, <laughs> there's, no, there's no way you're serious with that. There's right. no way. Uh, either you're completely unserious or you're just doing the I'm an old guy, I only watch these guys play, I don't watch none of these young cats. Put that list back up, put yeah. that list back up for a second. Yeah, say, please, please, uh, uh, please, please. Bill Russell, Will Oscar Robinson, Jerry West, Elgin Baylor, Kareem, MJ Magic, Carl Malone, Tiny Carl Archibald. Man. Now, look, you know, I don't take it as any disrespect, like, he's he's listening to players that you know. From his era, you know, mm-hmm. around his era, the people that he remember playing with, you know, right. Um, but a lot of people are gonna look at that, and yes, you know, I, I see E in the comments already. Oh no, LeBron, I love it, right? Um, <laughs> yes, there's a lot of LeBron haters. You know who else is on the list? Kobe, right? Fact. You know who I listen? I didn't like this dude, but I respect this game so much. Where's Larry Bird? Right. Maybe he didn't play long enough. Right. Oh. Um, Steph not beyond. I'm sorry, look, I don't care how you feel about Steph, and I, I don't even know how you can hate Steph. I mean, he doesn't say anything, he don't do anything, yeah. You know, like, he's the most laid back dude, but like, he's got four rings, you know, like, he's got all these these 
three point shots that he just just rains down. Like he's entertaining. Like, look, man, he's on the list. He's right. on my list. The record holder for most three pointers in NBA history. He's the and, greatest shooter who's ever lived. Yeah, easily. He's been doing this since since kindergarten. <laughs> he was shooting that same way since since I first saw him at Davidson. Right, we were sitting there saying that ain't gonna work in the NBA. Oh no, that's not true because he was an underdog. Yeah, he couldn't play at Davidson. <laughs> Oh, well, okay, okay. Well, when I saw him, he would he, he could certainly play. Did you see? Did you see his documentary? No, I didn't watch that garbage. <laughs> I don't. No, I'm sorry. Don't don't try to convince me that a, that a dude is, is an underdog just because he looks like a 12 year old. He's six three. He's he's the son of one of the best shooters ever. His brother is also in the NBA. He was drafted in the top ten. He's not an underdog in any sense of the word. Right, he didn't get any college college scholarship offers. He got drafted in the top ten. He went to Davidson. His first game, he had 13, he 13 turnovers. Like, I'm willing to bet. Horrible. I'm willing to bet if we do some uh, a deep dive, right? Uh, so, so like a uh, uh, LBHT investigative journal, journal journalist here, right? If we did, if we looked around, we we made some phone calls. We will find that a lot of schools made Steph Curry an offer. You know why? Because Children of NBA players always get offers, even when they suck. Right? Yeah. You want you want to tell me he ain't getting no offers, but his brother was at Duke. All right. Because they okay. They'll they'll bring yeah. him on just because his yeah. yo they, they want yeah. his brother. Yeah. No, I bet Seth was just better than him. Not at all. <laughs> they made him a believer. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe Davidson was the only one offering. I don't buy that for a second. That's what they chose. No, you really believe he chose Davidson? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You really believe nobody else offered him? Okay, didn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go over to uh, trivia time. We do trivia tri- trivia time. Uh, yeah, we'll do trivia time. I guess. Let me go ahead and reset these points real quick. Huh. All right. So, okay. Before we do trivia time, B, explain the point system for those who we look. We still got fifty people in here. Hit the like button for those of you who, who are just coming back. Right, took took a little break this summer. You're getting back. We we are on a point system now. Loyalty points. These rack these add up to prizes. So, B's gonna explain how you get points and uh, what happens at the end of each month. Yeah. So the way you get points <clears throat> is just interacting with the show, essentially. Uh, being in the live streams, excuse me, talking in the chat, commenting on uh, videos that we upload, donating like Chris White just did. And let me write that down since I won't be able to add it to the Streamlabs at the moment. Give me one second. That's fine. While you're doing that, I'm going to read what Chris said. Salute to you, Chris. He says, Braun doesn't win against teams with dominant big men like the guys on Dr. J- J's list. What? What dom what dominant big man did he not beat? Right. Uh yeah, I, I don't I don't get that. This who 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 did Carl Malone beat? How many rings he got? Yeah. Because I feel like you're gonna come back with Jokic, who they beat on the way to their title a few years ago. Right. Who did in fact not only did Carmelo not beat any dominant big man. He didn't win when he had a dominant big man on the same team 
and Shaq. Y'all don't remember that. Y'all don't remember that team that lost Gary to Payton. Detroit basketball, right? You had mm-hmm. you had the Samurai, Carl uh, Malone. They didn't call himself that, the Samurai, something, something like that. Uh, we didn't right? call that. We you call had that. the glove, Gary Payton, on that team to, to play along with Shaq and Kobe, right? Yeah. They that that was a team that they thought was gonna was gonna win you know win it all. They they thought that they were gonna set an NBA record. Look at all the talent on that team, and they lost in five to Detroit. Dwight Howard and KG in the Celtics. Really? That's what that's what we're doing right now. They, they beat the Celtics. That, that's what that's what on we're the doing. Way to the okay. Oh, okay. All right. Dwight Howard. <laughs> Dwight Howard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I mean, we're we're reaching back to the the you first few years in, in 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 Cleveland when he had no help at all on that team and was dragging them on playoff runs. That's cool, but I don't see in your in the chat here your response to them beating Jokic in the playoffs a couple years ago. Right. <clears throat> so no dandy is not given two hour stream. We are wrapping this up. We're at thank trivia you. Time thank you for now. reminding us. Yes. <laughs> hey Danny, you buy your ticket yet? Uh oh. Did you send because it in? That is one of the ways that you can get loyalty points. Uh, just for the next day or so, you can purchase a ticket to the August 4th meetup. That is Friday, and you'll get six thousand points. You can also donate. You'll get 100 times whatever the donation amount is. You can go to lbhtshow.com and sign up to our newsletter. That'll get you 1,000 points, which will uh, have you into the monthly drawing that we do along with giving away a prize for the top point getter. Uh, You can submit questions. You can submit Black History Facts. You can submit... Excuse me. Sorry. Uh, You can submit uh, trivia questions as well. Um, and those will all get you points. And like I said, just basically anything that is interacting with the show will get you some level of points. And at the end of the month, if you're over a thousand, you'll be in the drawing. And if you are the top point getter, you will get a prize uh, sent your way. Yeah, Danny. Yes, Danny said, I know you're not counting points for me. Yes, you're active in the chat. That gets you points. Points. Right. Subscribing gets you points. Yeah. Being, being active in the chat, answering questions. Also get you points. Signing up for our newsletter gets you a thousand points easy. There's all kinds of ways you can get uh, points Simple. without spending any money. Just watching the stream gets you points. All right. So don't think you have to spend money to get points, and don't think, well, if I don't get enough points, I'm not going to win anything. If you get a thousand points, is all you need to be entered in our drawing. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can win something, and we do this monthly. So be active. All right, trivia time. Speaking of getting some points, we get points for the first three people that get this right. So, uh, considering the topic uh, that we've been talking about for the last week or so with the running backs not getting uh, the money they feel that they deserve, who mm-hmm. the question is, who is the highest paid running back of all time? Not average yearly value of their contract. But their total career earnings, highest oh. paid running back of all time. Okay, so who's made the most money all time? Yes. Who? What running back has made the most money, most career earnings all time? Okay. Now I don't know the answer off the top of my head, but 
you can't just look at you know the guys that are getting paid right now because they're in the middle of getting their their money. So that is an interesting question. Uh, okay, we got some answers in here. I don't know. I honestly don't know if it's if it's right or, or wrong. Um, I'm going to say because he's one of my favorite players, but Damian Thomason. Okay. Okay. We've got a few answers in the chat. All right, keep putting your answers in. Keep putting them in. Do you see three right yet, B? I do. I do. Who, 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 who's your who's your pick, Hendo? All day, Adrian Peterson. He's the highest paid running back. Okay, okay. I see Ty Gurley in there. Ty Gurley, he got he, he got a lot of money. But you would be surprised who may be the second person. Oh, did you look it up? You cheated. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's the answer, B? The answer? Adrian, Adrian. Peterson. Whoa. $103 million, which makes it that much more shocking that he's out of money. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott in second. Yeah, Edgerin James at, coming in number three. Two. Frank Gore and Reggie Bush rounding out the top five. I do. Um, I was a, I was a little bit surprised that it was Adrian Peterson, but you know, it, it, you had to, it, it was a small window, right? Uh, when NFL players started really getting paid and then when they stopped paying running backs and he was right in there. Very glad to see two hurricanes in there. Uh, the best college football team of all time. Uh, but Shout out to, it looks like Buck was first in the chat, and then Jay the Six, and Yolanda B coming in third with the answer. Yeah, Chris, I I, I don't know the whole story, but the, the word is, you know, Adrian Peterson, uh, I'm not sure if he filed for bankruptcy or, or what, but like, you know, he, he's, he's financially strapped. There was, a, there was a talk about him falling victim to them payday loans and everything. Oh, uh, okay, okay. That was, uh, oh, yikes. You know, you know. Actually, you know, in the overtime show, we'll discuss that a little bit. Um, you know, we we talk about athletes, you know, going broke or whatever, and and it's a stigmatism to that because they, they really when you hear athletes going broke, it's it's always about the black athletes, right? Yes. Um, lots of people go broke. Lots of millionaires go broke, not just athletes, because people get scammed all the time. I told you, man, I watched like all twenty years of of, of American Greed on CNBC. <laughs> man, I, I love that show. And I don't see no athletes on there, but I see a lot of people with money getting their money took. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, a lot man. of scammers out there, man. Silicon Valley, especially when it first started in the tech boom, a lot of those kids, and a lot of them were kids, they made millions really quickly. They went from living in a dorm to being millionaires, and they didn't know how to financially uh, traverse that world. And the companies went on went under like that, and those millions are gone. Uh, how about uh people selling selling crypto right now? Oh man, uh, they they getting a lot of people's money. Some of them, and maybe this is what we should have talked about on the uh, on the OT. Some of them ending up in uh, jail. Ending up with, uh, with 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 some some strange situations with luggage. I'll say that. Oh, you know what? We'll talk about that. We'll talk yeah. about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Very strange. Um, Very. Uh, me, Hendo did a, a pop up stream. We talked about Tom Brady and Giselle getting took for forty million dollars. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, you know, Tom Tom can survive that because Giselle is loaded. Yep. 
Time for the two. Forty million dollars ain't chump change, right? So, yeah, man, these things happen. These things happen. All right, that's the show. We're gonna wrap it up. Uh, Hando, let the people know where they can find you. You can find me on the Rogue Pod every Friday. Not this Friday, though, because we're going to be busy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I do a live stream every Sunday at 8 p.m. And I also drop videos throughout the week. So you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, TikTok. And you can also find me at theroadpod.com where all of our channels are there. Any information that you need will be on that website. All right. And um, look, we're going over to our Patreon, uh, the Overtime Show right now, patreon.com slash LBHT show. If you have $5, just five dollars in your pocket, and I know you got it. I know you got it. Mm-hmm. Head over to Patreon.com/slash/LBHT show, and you can hang out with us on the overtime show. Uh, we just added a, a quick topic, right? We're gonna be talking about Dana not paying his fighters, okay? Because you know he's 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 that that he's that guy. Um, what B was hinting at right there? Strange things happening with the crypto people and luggage. Maybe somebody got found in one. Just gonna say, just, 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 uh, and and you know, apparently he's not the only person that's had some unfortunate, you know, the crypto, the, those crypto kings. He's not, he's not the only one that's has that that's met their demise in in some strange ways uh, recently. So we'll discuss that on the overtime show. So B, are you ready? Yeah. B is ready. Hendo, are you ready? I'm ready. He's ready. Look, my voice is is starting to clear up a little bit already, man. I'm excited. I'm excited for it. Uh, patrons, get ready. The overtime show is starting in a few minutes. Those of you who aren't on Patreon, uh, five dollars is all you need. Okay, there's you can there's more tiers. You can you can sign up for for the higher tier if you want to. All right, mm-hmm. and don't forget to get your tickets for this Friday. All right, going down in Columbia, Maryland at Bus Boys and Poets. Bus Boys and Poets is a very nice restaurant. Very nice. It's a very nice um, uh, space that we got. Um, it's going to be fun. Food, drinks, music, prizes, all that good stuff. So click that link. Uh, the uh, stream bot has it in the chat. If you want to look at our description, it's there as well. All right. So come out and hang out with us. Have a good time. Also, there are two tickets that are, have been donated via C Iron Attic. All you have to do is DM us at LBHT Show. DM us and where is that? X. <laughs> 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 on the X uh, on Twitter um, yeah, and, dumb, <laughs> the dumbest goddamn rebrand of all time we'll talk about that to an overtime show how stupid that is it's, it's uh, the yeah. stupidest thing um, alright get your tickets we are out of here have a great night we'll see you next time peace